Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Paul Desmond, Paul Desmond and Ron Carter here on the Humble Farm. I think that was our Jerome Kern tune, not that it makes any difference, but it's nice to mention that name, Jerome Kern, because he wrote so many good things. Also good to mention Clark Terry, who turned 94 years old on Sunday, December 14th. Why do I forget something when walking from one room to another? Scientists have figured this out. Scientists who study such matters say the problem is going through the doorway. When we go through a doorway, this is what they say, when you go through a doorway, your brain tends to refresh, wiping out memories and intents of the previous few seconds or minutes. Now, this is nothing new to you. You've heard me talk about this many times. There is no end of Maine women who walk through the door of a bar on Saturday night and forget that they are married. And this set, uh, as some of them do, will unfold and take directions, but it will commence being led by Clark Terry and Flip Phillips, two very strong Strong musicians.
Clark Terry, Clark Terry and Flip Phillips here on the Humble Farm. Michelle, thank you for listening. After looking at a picture of my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, my friend Joe wrote on my Facebook page, You know, you are the luckiest man on earth, right? Well, the other morning on the news, we saw mud in California houses. Were the California people who built beneath a huge pile of dirt unlucky when it finally rained enough to soften that dirt and bring it down on top of them? A couple nights ago, two men tried to cross a body of water in a two-man kayak at night. We're told that they weren't wearing life jackets. One of them made it ashore alive. Was the man who is still missing just unlucky? And then, there was the three-year-old, many of them, don't ask me which one, a particular three-year-old who found his mother's gun and shot himself. Everyone knows that all adults should be armed to protect themselves. So, was his mother just unlucky? After my first wonderful wife fell in love with a lobster catcher and ran off off with him forty-so years ago, I lived as a single man for over 19 years. What I'm saying is that for 19 years I carefully considered my options. Do you think that luck could be the result of making prudent choices?
Roger Calloway here on the Humble Farmer Where with any luck at all. You can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. I had to celebrate Clark Terry's 94th birthday. If you've never heard of Clark Terry, I'll tell you that Clark Terry has introduced the Humble Farmer radio program for over 20 years. Pull your bare skins a little close to the fire. Ha <laughs> ha. Now, if you couldn't tell the difference between what Clark Terry was playing and what other people were playing, you don't have any understanding of the thing people call jazz. Listening to Clark Terry play kind of spoiled you because after Clark Terry, you don't want to listen to anyone else. I've never heard anyone else who even came close. It's not chops, it's not fingers, it's the brain. Anyway, Clark Terry has enriched the lives of thousands of us. He always had time for everybody. Down, 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 down
Sean was able to live on the bounce call to be the wall there. Did No, she won't have to be able to the hall to him, the people who live on the bounce, you call the people on the bounce, you found over Woo! She don't want We saw something on television the other day that was so breathtakingly innovative and unbelievable that, well, it made the national news when we saw it on television. You won't believe this, but it showed people in China sleeping at their workstations during the day. We were informed that it had been determined that people who were tired work better after a short nap. <laughs> Does one need to sport a two-way wrist radio to figure that out? The educational benefits in a nap was one of the most important things I learned as an undergraduate at Gorham State Normal School back around 1962. <sighs> My philosophy professor, the great Jim Witten, stood before our class and told us that if we saw children sleeping in our classes, if their little heads were down on the desk, sound asleep, it was because they were tired and they needed it. Now, I've always... I've always remember, remembered that, and I've mentioned it to classes many times. When a kid falls asleep at his desk, you don't know but what he'd been up all night nursing his sick grandmother, or even tending out on a sow delivering a litter of pigs. Pick yourself up. Take a deep breath dust yourself off and start all over again nothing's impossible I have found for when my chin is on the ground I pick myself up dust myself off and start all over again don't lose your confidence if you slip be grateful for a pleasant trip And pick yourself up Dust yourself off 
So take a deep breath Pick yourself up Dust yourself off So la di dong. Nat Cole joined cheering on the humble farmer. Thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. One of the great things about riding a bicycle up and down a private tarred driveway between the orange groves is listening to my little bird friends. It's my understanding that there are people who can identify a bird by its cheap and I'm not doubting that. My brother has been into birds for over 70 years, and he can probably identify the birds on his farm by their cheap. If you can identify birds by their cheaping, I wish you had been riding beside me on your bicycle for the past month, because, well, you would have enjoyed a veritable feast of cheaping. Cheap, 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 cheap. Now, I only mention this because when I rode out on my bicycle the other morning, the little cardinals and the friendly sparrows were strangely absent. I should never have greased my wheels.
Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Robert in Brunswick quoted Thoreau when he sent me an email that said, I make myself rich by making my needs few. Thoreau was a fanatic, as you well know, and as I recall... He threw out a rock that had been on his windowsill. He threw away his floor mat because he realized that they took up time and space and only collected dust. Now, that might be true. But as we also recall, Thoreau died as a result of counting the rings in a stump in December. He should not have been outdoors. Do you remember my telling you that when we, when we took our test on Thoreau, Oh, this was in a literature class at Gorham State Normal School back around 1965. When we took that test, I walked about the classroom up and down the aisles before the examination with a quart bottle of water I had dipped out of Walden Pond. And I anointed with a few sprinkles all of those who requested it. Now, can you believe anyone would do anything as silly as that? Imagine that, anointing people about to take a test on Thoreau with water that came out of Walden Pond. Remember that story? The voice, voice from the stage said, What good would it do? And the voice from the audience said, Well, what harm?
<laughs> My word, Oscar Peterson. That must have been Neil Tennant or Stead Peterson behind him. What a pushing, pushing bass player. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station. Love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. If my computer works, I'm very likely to get your email, and I will be glad to respond. If my computer works. <laughs> I'm constantly being bugged by Apria. This is the company that provides me with my sleep apnea mask. About three times a week, the phone rings. Ring, 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 ring. And it's an 800 number, a recording from Apria, begging me to buy something. My friend Karen says, Our problem is the reverse. Our number was previously the number for Apria. For almost ten years, we've been getting calls requesting oxygen and drugs and stuff. <laughs> this unwanted phone call business reminds me of a John Gould story. John Gould says he was fixing something up on top of his barn when his wife Dorothy called him down to answer the phone. It was a man who wanted to buy a wood lot he'd seen advertised in, in the newspaper. Now, of course, John didn't know anything about a wood lot, but he figured, seeing as he crawled down off that barn roof, he might as well make it worth his while. And by the time he hung up, some man down in Boston thought that he had bought 175 acres of prime main forest for $450.
Aunt Peppa. We don't very often play Aunt Peppa. Some people don't even have never even heard of Aunt Peppa. Almost time to get out of here. One more tune. Paul Desmond, alone together. Boo, 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 boo. My friend, oh, I got to thank you for listening before I get into this because I'll forget about it otherwise. Thank you for listening. And now, my friend Winky tried to sell vacuum cleaners. You can imagine how that went. Winky drove way down to Bremen. He walked up this long, long driveway to the house. And when the woman at the house opened the door, Winky said he'd like to demonstrate the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. And of course, once the woman saw it was a salesman, she told him to go away. She said she didn't have any money for vacuum cleaners. She didn't have any need for vacuum cleaners. But Winky knew a little trick about that. He jammed his foot in the door. And he asked her if she please wouldn't watch his demonstration. And while he was had her distracted, he took this little can of desiccated hoss manure out of his pocket. And he put a little bit of it in his hand, and he stuck his hand into the dawa. And he dumped that desiccated hoss manure right inside the house on the hall carpet. And Winky said to the woman, If this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of this hoss manure from your carpet, I will eat what's left. And the woman said, I am very glad to hear that. Because the power company shut off my power this morning. (laughs) 